What's up, everyone? It's Honorado and Company. It's Chris Honorado. It's Ashley Miller. I am live at Alpen House in Clifton Park. They've got everything you could possibly need, pool supplies, patio deck furniture, gear. I'm talking clothing. I'm talking umbrellas, backpacks, anything you need. Clifton Park is such a centrally located place. This is the place to be. Yeah, it looks like you're amongst the things. All the things. Lots of them. Yeah. Lots of them. I'm looking at even some sneakers in front of me. So they literally have everything here at Alpen House. Come on in and check them out in Clifton Park. Ash, we have a slam show. I mean, guests galore. We're getting injury updates from our resident doctor, Dr. Kyle Flick of Ortho, New York. We're checking in with Elijah Gash, who was just drafted by the PLL, former UAlbany lacrosse star Elijah Gash. We're going to talk with Eric Bolak, who people in the area, I think, remember as a baseball player. He says he's got 25 good pitches left in him, and he's going to use every single one of them to raise some money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society next Friday night at Joe Bruno Stadium for the Valley Cats. And the NFL schedule comes out, and we already have a little bit of a taste of what's to come. Let's go a little bit. This is Honorado and Company, sponsored by Alpen House. Yeah, sponsored by Alpen House. We love Andy Heck and Katie Osborne, their support of this show. Uh, now into a third year with Alpen House, live in Clifton Park. Chris Colorado, Ashley Miller. And I don't know how they put up with us, honestly, but uh, I think Andy's just one of those long suffering Cowboys fans. He's like, I, I just give me more, give me more, give me more, give me more. Pain is is his game. All right, Ash, let's let's talk some NFL here. How many primetime games oh. will Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets get this year? Uh, I don't know the answer to that, but they'll certainly. Okay, let me set. Let me set it at five and a half. Under, that feels like a. I mean, five is a lot. Yeah, but remember, you have to play Sunday, yeah. Monday, Thursday. I know. Well, they've they've already got one, so we're checking. That's one right. Off. Good. You led me right into it here. The Rogers and the Jets will host the Buffalo Bills to open the season. Like, how on Monday good Night football. is? Everything about that. MetLife Stadium on 9-11, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, two of the best to do it. It oh, It's going to be so good. It's going to be so and good. The Jets and Dolphins are going to play on um, New Year's – no, not New Year's – New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve. I believe it's New Year's Eve. Giants and Eagles are playing on a, on a holiday too, which is a Monday night. So check my December 31st number there if that's the monday night then it's giants eagles which is a great matchup um where you get like a new year's eve game which is really cool for that game are going to be through the roof yeah yeah and the tickets the the tickets will be as well okay so you say under five and a half i'm going to go over now we're doing this show live on a thursday morning the schedule comes out thursday night from the nfl and some of it's already been a week so if you're watching us on tv over the weekend you already know the answer to this. I'm going to go over five. I think, okay. look, it's a, it's the New York market, which mm-hmm. immediately has uh, built-in value. Yeah. The Rodgers and the Jets have been the talk of the entire offseason. 
I just feel like they're going to find a way to get them six. Yeah, I get it. A Thursday nighter, obviously. Mm-hmm. Here's one Monday nighter. I, I think a couple Monday nights. Yeah, I didn't get to six. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> I can't even talk myself into six here. <laughs> You're already out on it. I tried. I tried. Uh, five, five maybe is is the number. All right. Uh, the Chiefs will host the Lions in that season opener on Thursday night, which the defending Super Bowl champs seem to win most years. Yeah, this is this is a big opportunity for the Lions, and I know that sounds like we treat them like little brother, um, and we do. But after all the talk about this this Detroit team turning over a new leaf and being competitive, I just think this is a big opportunity for them. Could you imagine them coming into KC and either beating the Chiefs or just kind of making it really fun on a night when they're going to drop a Super Bowl banner? This this is a big opportunity. Lions are the favorites to win the NFC North. All right, little housekeeping here. Thank goodness for our intelligent viewers. Oh. Eagles Giants on Christmas. Thank you, J Man. Jets Dolphins Black on Friday. Black Friday as Jason and our guy Sam. Look at the Sam with the new picture there. Uh, the beach side or maybe at, at the ocean. Yeah. Good, Sam. Sam. All right. Uh Nick Madalone's already he's dialed in. New Year's Eve Cincinnati Bengals. Love that. See, I mean, there's you know, there, there's good, good stuff coming here. R- roll call quickly. Hey, Jay, thank you, man. Two years. Ashley is uh, still suffering. Like Andy Heck is a Cowboys fan, I guess, huh? Yeah, good morning, Sam. Carol, good morning. It is a beautiful day. We are into some good weather here in the 518, so we'll take it. Sam says he was at Myrtle Beach last year. We took that picture. Well done. Okay, cool. Um, Lions to win the the NFC North, right? They have to be the favorites, don't they? I would think so, unless you're going to throw the Vikings in there. But I, you know me. I'm out on the Vikings all the time, every time. I know you are. And that generally works in your favor to be out yeah. on the Vikings. Yeah, I felt time. really good about that Giants playoff game last year. And Do you care about the NFL schedule release? Do you get into it? Will you be no. locked in tonight? Like, hey, who's playing when and where and on what day? No. No, I mean, I was into Jets-Bills. Monday night football. I was into the season opener Thursday night with Chiefs Lions, but overall, I don't care what the schedule looks like. Like you play who you play, whatever. You don't care when the Giants are playing. Obviously, really. I mean Philly's a factor, but really, okay, Dallas. They're playing those teams. They play them every year. They play them twice. It doesn't matter when they play them. You're you're not a lot of fun today. I'll be honest with you. This is a big event, the schedule release, finding out when your team that, plays, that's who like, they play. That's like the hype before even like the the kickoff parade. Like we're hyping up. Yeah, no. There you go. He's more Sam. interested in the Devils. That's See, right. So how am come, I, Sam. How come you, you supported so Sam not being excited yeah. about the NFL schedule. Well, he release. made a good point about the Devils. He should have said, hey, I'll be watching the Devils. You didn't say that. You didn't You'd say you were more interested. Devils get their butts kicked is what we're going to watch. All right, yeah. we're back in 30 seconds uh, with our guy, Dr. Kyle Flick. Back on Honorado and Company right after this. I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you. That may be a lot of things in life you used to do.
Lobe Ultra. 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. And now, back to Honorado and Company. Sponsored by Alpenhouse. And I'm live at Alpenhouse in Clifton Park, where they have absolutely everything you could possibly need for these warm summer days coming up. Poolside, patio side, deck side, whatever. It's all here in Clifton Park, so centrally located. Uh, and of course, they have the connections to the Amsterdam shores of your th- stores. If you're thinking about a pool or an RV or whatever, and this is the only place you can be, they'll still hook you up. All right, Ash, let's get into some of the news um, of the week. And that is Aaron Judge's return uh, to the field. You're a Yankees fan. I know you are loving that. And then Love the it. flip side is Carlos Rodon. This was an interesting one. There were reports that Carlos Rodon was going to miss the entire season. And his wife got aggressive about it on Twitter. And it made like every back page in New York, which is just awesome. Yeah. Um, so Judge gets healthy. Rodon sounds like it's still he's on the way here. The Yankees did get encouraging news about this chronic back injury. What does that all mean exactly? Let's bring in our doctor, Dr. Kyle Flick from Ortho, New York. And it wasn't until this moment that's why I realized I this is why I can't be a doctor. Because I'm not gonna I can't cover up the hair like that. That's just <laughs> not gonna be a good look for me. That's yeah. the only reason I can't be a doctor. He's ridiculous. Looking good, Chris. Kyle, how are you, man? Good. I'm fine. Thanks. Thanks a lot. He's in the middle of work. We're disrupting the man's work. I know. He said, hey, I'm going to be in scrubs. I have to to do some surgeries. Do you mind? I said, no. What are we performing today? I've got a few knees and a few shoulders today. No backs. I I don't. I'm going to say up front, I'm not a back specialist. All right. I don't do a lot with backs, but I'm happy to talk about it. Great. Well, I, let's start there then. I could have used, used Doc a few months ago. I got yeah. very, well, I hope not. I got very lucky. I ran into one of my partners, Dr. Rigolosi, who's a spine doc and performs those procedures, which I think Carlos Rodon had, the epidural injection. Yep. So I assume you want to start there? Let's start there because I'm just curious. If somebody says you have a chronic injury, what does that mean? It means I'm doomed well, for life? What? Yeah, no. So it, it, it usually means there's some sort of uh, structural damage or developmental uh, injury that is probably going to be with him forever. And it might cause flare ups of injury or, or, or pain that might keep him out of, of sports. So, you know, with the back, the back, yeah, there's so much going on in the, in the spine. There are so many intricate uh, parts and joints, but um, and there's the discs and then you've got the spinal cord, obviously, and the nerves and and so not being a spine guy, I know that, uh, that we do have athletes that have um, uh, a slippage where one vertebrae may be uh, slightly uh-huh. forward on the other vertebrae. And that's a chronic condition and that can cause pain and problems. You can also get a herniated disc, obviously, a small disc protrudes and pinches on a nerve. And that's usually something that uh, you know, either stays and stops bothering people, or sometimes they have a, a minor surgery to remove that portion of the disc, or alternatively, they can try a cortisone injection to try to calm that down. Um, so I don't know the details of his injury, but chances are, uh, for one of those conditions, they may have said, hey, you know, this is going to be there with you. Let's try this injection and steroid injection, maybe avoid surgery and see how you feel, you know? Doc, you said epidural injection, and immediately, I'm a female, 
My mind goes to pregnant women. <laughs> I didn't know athletes got epidural injections. Right. So in this, well, they, cortisone injections are, are pretty common in all different parts of the body. Uh, when they're done in the spine, it's basically similar medication, but it's, it's it's called an epidural injection because you just enter that space. That's called the mm. epidural space, and um, and so yes, those can be used as an anti-inflammatory, a very strong anti-inflammatory to calm down uh, certain sources of pain. So Aaron Judge is back in the lineup, Kyle, and uh, he was really good. Wednesday night, what, three for four, Ash, mm-hmm. and the Yankees end up sweeping Oakland as they should. Let's not celebrate yeah, no, this, no, no, right? But but, uh, but you have to you have to beat the teams you have to beat, yeah. and, and Oakland is certainly one of them. Um, any concerns for lingering effects with Judge now two games in off the injured list? Right. So, again, uh, you know, these these all these athletes, their injuries are so secretive, and when you say a hip strain, I mean, that is incredibly vague. You know, that's like, you know, I'm going to buy a car, but, you know, I'm not going to, you know, trying to guess which kind of car you're going to get. You're, you're, <laughs> it's really flipping a coin. But so so he may have had a minor muscle muscle strain um, and, and there's multiple muscles that cross the hip joint and that are, are important for an athlete. And any one of them will really throw uh, an athlete off. Um, uh, they could have called it a hip strain and it may have just been a little injury to the capsule of the joint. Um mm. You know, it's probably not a tear in the labrum, which is inside the joint. Otherwise, that would be most likely lingering and bothering him. But I would say if he's back running well and throw and playing well the way he is, I, you know, any of these things can recur, as we've talked about in previous episodes. And, you know, any uh, muscle strain is something we worry about. But I would say I think the Yankees have had their fair share now and that you know, hopefully he's, he's good to go for a while. Oh, Doc, I hope you're right about that. Uh, One of the things I find most amazing about athletes, and I get it, I know they have top-of-the-line training, they spend their whole life in the training room when they're trying to rehab an injury, but an injury like Jimmy Butler, I mean, you roll your ankle so hard, I'm sure it swells up, balloons up, he misses a single game and comes back as good as he was. What What do you do? To ensure that a player can go back out there three days later and and not look like he's missed a beat, what is the process that he's going through day in and right. day out? So, so he has a very good trainer, yeah, who, who uh, knows how to tape an ankle really tight and really well. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure he, you know, these a lot of these players have had ankle sprains. They almost all have, and they get these recurrent sprains, which, which uh, believe it or not, can swell up quickly and be very painful but can, can recover much quicker than an initial ankle sprain. So, and a lot of times there is a certain degree of laxity in the ankle or, or you know, a looseness from the, that chronic stretch of that ligament. Um, but as long as they can manage his pain and, and, and tape him up and, you know, because it's playoffs, they're going to take a little bit more risk on a player. So chances are they may have even given a, a um, like a Novocaine type of medication to kind of deaden some of that discomfort for him. You know, but it's it is always risky. That's some of the tough decisions. You, you know that the, the doctors don't want to ever put a player at harm for you know any kind of permanent injury or or problems. But my guess is that it swelled up and it was very uncomfortable the first 24 hours. A lot of ice, a lot of you know elevation compression, and and then a, a very tight, tightly taped ankle to hopefully get him through. All right, here's a question. Again, not being a spine or back guy, admittedly, as you've said, how does it a professional training staff miss 
something like this, potentially? We're speculating, I know. Great, great, great question, uh, Jason. I think, um, to be honest with you, that it's, it's, I don't know if he was having a lot of back problems in the, in the past. Obviously, if that was public, they would not have missed that, and I'm assuming they would have evaluated it. But you can develop pain from a, uh, what we are calling a chronic condition, and it might be the first time that it presents itself but it might have been something that's been there. It hasn't really uh, been painful enough or has really caused any problems. Uh, but it's not, when we think of an acute injury, we think of, I mean, you could even think of something simple like a, a laceration or a cut. That's an acute injury, but we know it's going to heal and we're going to move on. That's not something that's ever going to really bother us again. A, a chronic condition it could come acutely, but we know it's going to be with the athlete moving forward. So I'm, I, I'm not sure that it was missed by them. It, it just may not have been, uh, they may not have been aware of it. Well, Ash, I certainly hope I never need real surgery that Dr. Flick would have to perform. But Jason points it out here. Few knees, few shoulders, casual. So if you need work done, this is your guy because <laughs> it's like, you know, me just waking up, showering, put on a tie. He's, he's ready to go and he's good enough to join us here on Honorado and Company in uh, in full scrubs. Doc, we appreciate it, man. Be well. You got it. Great, guys. Thanks. Thank you. He's got work to do. That is Dr. Yeah. Kyle Flick with us here on Honorado and Company. I want to get to some comments here, Ash. Sure. Um, Sam says, hey, opening night for the Valley Cats Friday night. Am I throwing out the first pitch? Sam, only if I am out there in a pair of dress shoes doing the cha-cha on the pitching rubber, would right. I be throwing out the first You've got pitch? big plans. I'm booked. I'm committed to a Leukemia Lymphoma Society fundraiser where I will be dancing the cha-cha at 60 State. It is a sold-out 325-person event. The, thing, the tickets went in no time. I was shocked, to be completely honest with you, because who wants to watch people like me attempt to dance? Everyone. So, when Everyone. it's so, I mean, it's sold out in like three days. It's yeah. uh, no joke. So that is what I will be doing, Sam. Uh, if you want to make a donation to LLS, you can do that. It's on my Facebook page. It's on my Instagram bio. Um, I'm certainly not pressuring you all do, into doing that, but some of you have already donated. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now let's make sure I don't forget some of the steps. You won't. Get out of rhythm or fall on my face. Um, I think you should, we should show this comment. You're talking about covering up your hair. Carol oh, loves your yeah. hair. Yeah. I do too, Carol. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Rockman back on the NFL here. He likes the Jets and the Titans in the AFC. Titans don't even know who the quarterback is. Yeah. Who is the quarterback, Ash? Will Tannehill win that job? Uh, I, I think so. It's going to be an open competition. Yeah, no doubt. But, like, I mean, that's not a team that is going, I don't think, is going to keep three quarterbacks on the roster. Can you imagine wasting that draft pick on Malik Willis and not putting him on your team? Well, new GM, this is what happens. New GM, uh, that's not my guy. I, I know. So, I don't know what you do with, I, I just, is it possible they cut Tannehill to save some money? Maybe. Possible. Yeah. Possible. Everyone talks about him as a game manager. No one ever gives Ryan Tannehill credit for that team winning when they win. So, okay, fine. If you think, if you believe he's just a game manager and you can do it with anyone, then put one of your young guys in there and have at it. Yeah, they, they just might do that. Yeah. Um, all right, let's take a quick time out here on Honorado and Company. I want to dive into some of what we're seeing in the NBA. And uh -huh. 
and in the NHL. Elijah Gash, former UAlbany lacrosse star, still to come on the show. Yeah. Eric Bolak, uh, Troy Highgrad was in the was in the major league system, was in the minor league system. Um, and he's gonna he said to me on the phone the other day, I've got like 25 good pitches left in me. So I'm gonna rear back for the rest and, of forever. I think so. Yes. Okay. I, I mean, so. you know he's gonna try because it's an yeah. actual game situation. Yeah. I wonder the last time he threw a pitch with the real intention of trying to to strike somebody out. Well, we're gonna find out. It's been a while. We'll ask him. All right, we're back right after this on Honorado and Company. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through product and purpose. Claim your crown. And now back to Honorado and Company, sponsored by Alpenhouse. And now, dirty, difficult, and done. Sponsored by Performance Industrial. Shout out to our guy, Bill Miller, and his entire staff at Performance Industrial, South Glens Falls. Right into Never a job that is too dirty or too difficult for his team to get it done. Uh, his team also is a great supporter of Folds of Honor, hmm. which is a terrific organization nationally, but it also has a New York chapter locally. And they've got a golf event June 26 that I believe is already sold out. But there are obviously other ways that you can support folds of honor okay let's dive into it here ash the performance industrial dirty difficult done is this me or you i'll take it difficult not to love how nikola Jokic approaches the game is this because he's pushing front row guys to their butts no but didn't you see yet did you see yesterday i did i did did. the guy is a lovable giant. He is. He's a lovable the, giant. The nickname, and I don't know that Randy Scott from ESPN gets full credit for this, but the dad bod god, um, two-time NBA MVP, never does anything with great flash. But if you watch basketball closely enough and you know enough about it, the way he passes and moves, he's incredible at his size for what he's able to do. He can make the three. Um, and, and really you could argue that he should have won a third straight MVP this season for as, for as great as, as Joel Embiid was with Philadelphia, the the Nuggets are still the number one seed Mm -hmm. in the West. Um, and he, he brings, I know you said he's a lovable guy, but honestly, he brings some grit to that Nuggets team. And, and I guess this thing of like him trying to retrieve a basketball as quickly as possible is a thing. I don't get to watch a lot of Nuggets basketball, but I guess that's a thing. And so when Matt Ishbia, the Suns owner, has it tucked away while he's checking on his guy who's, you know, launched into one of the front row fans, Jokic starts to get it. And then and then he gives Ishbia a little a little yeah. forearm. Now I love that Ishbia really sold it and flopped and all of that. It's it's it was a it was beautiful on both ends, so I applaud both of them. Yep. Um, 
but you're right. Jokic is a fun guy to watch, and and he just plays the game so well, it's hard not to like him. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I don't think – we talked about the numbers last week. I think Embiid's point total, his average a game, was so much yeah. significantly higher than Jokic that you can't overlook that. But Jokic passes – you couldn't say like no other person in the league. I mean, he passes better than any center that maybe has ever lived, but he's one of the best passers in the league as a big man, which is incredible. So his assist numbers kind of elevate him. But I also, I brought this up because I think after, so the next game, after he gives Ishbia a shove, he has like the levity and the forethought to make a funny light moment. And after warmups go over and hand a ball to Matt Ishbia and they dap it up a little bit, and he walks away. And, of course, it made all social media like, this is why this guy is such a genius. Because he had the thought to think, like, you know what? We're going to kiss and make up. It's going to be all over social media, and I'm going to be, like, the likable, lovable guy for everyone. And and that's just – he is. Not everyone has the ability to do that. All right. Well, now this is mine. Feels like I just did one. Uh, yes, this is mine. Jalen Brunson. This is a guy that I have said, and I still believe, cannot be your number one if you're going to win an NBA championship. But he's trying really, really, really hard to make me look stupid or be incorrect. Uh, This is a guy, listen, his performance in game five was unbelievable. He basically put them on his back and willed them 38 points, played every single minute of that game, All, all, all the minutes. Didn't yep. sit down once. Um, and I think the I read something that said the last time Tibbs did that, played a guy all 40 minutes in a playoff game, was Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler. Butler. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with the T-Wolves. So, oh, no, sorry, Chicago. Um, but, yeah. this. Right, let, me, let me examine this for a second here. The Knicks are not going to win the series, I don't believe. I, but, I they, don't believe but, but they extend it to a, a sixth game. Yep. When you say Brunson can't be your number one, I, I think that I find that interesting. And I don't fully disagree. Okay. But if I were to give you Brunson and not Julius Randle, but if I were to give you Jalen Brunson and Clay Thompson and a guy like Draymond Green and Tyler Hero and right a, a bunch of guys who are twos and threes, but at an elite level of those twos and threes, Brunson out of those guys I just mentioned is still your number one option. Cause clay is not a create your own shot kind of guy. Can you win a title with that collection of players and Brunson being your top scorer? I still don't think you can. First of all, you're talking about a hypothetical situation that can you get all those guys? Cause the problem is, is those guys all still require like the money that Jalen Brunson requires is very, very high. And a lot of those other guys you're taking, those guys are almost like one type money. They're just not all max deal guys, but it would be almost impossible to put a team together with all of those guys because of the salary cap. Um, But I think you need a superstar. He's not a superstar in terms of the NBA's version of it. I think you need a superstar. You need a LeBron, you need a KD, you need, but like, at some point, will Devin Booker be good enough to be a number one? I don't know. They may be in the same realm. I think Booker has a little bit more of like the, hey, let me just go casually put up a 50-point game, which yeah. Brunson doesn't necessarily have. But Well, Booker's a would... one. He just may not be the kind of one you want. Yeah. He's a one. Yeah. He's not a one on his own team. Durant. Yeah. I 
it has to be Kevin Durant. Until Durant gets old and washed up and rusty, Kevin Durant is your one. Kevin Durant is your superstar. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. I, hey, listen, I, superstar and one may be a little different at times. We could get wish-wash. I'm not saying in this case it is, but sometimes superstardom supersedes how good that guy actually is night in and night out. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I get it. I I think you have to – my point is your one needs to be a superstar to win. I'm not okay. saying he's not – like okay. Jalen Brunson is clearly the next one, but I'm telling you he's not a superstar, so it's not good enough to get them a title. Okay, good enough. All right, let's take a quick time out here on Honorado and Company. When we come back, um, Elijah Gash just drafted into the PLL stud of an athlete. I mean, you could put this guy – on on a we should have gotten you know what we should have done we should have gotten a picture full length because i don't know that everyone's going to know him we should have gotten a full length picture Mm. next week. well i mean maybe all i have to do is tell you that he's sam gash's son Mm -hmm. and you can think about the size of sam gash um put him on a pair of skates put him on uh, a basketball court put him on a football field obviously a lacrosse field and the guy's going to be an intimidating force in any of those scenarios. He's our guest next on Honorado and Company. Back in a minute. Noah's gone, the flowers are blooming, and camping season is right around the corner. And what better way to jumpstart the season than with a month-long event here at Alpenhaus RV? We have a wide selection of top-quality RVs to choose from at prices you have to see to believe. Like this Primetime Avenger for only $205 a month. Or this Cougar fifth wheel for $359 a month. And with our knowledgeable team of outfitters and convenient financing options, we'll make sure you find the perfect RV for your next adventure. Shop online anytime at alpenhouserv.com or come see us in Amsterdam and Saratoga. At Marcella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you. Providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day. Like we have been since 1957. Helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. And now back to Honorado and Company, sponsored by Alpenhouse. Welcome back to Honorado and Company. Ash and Chris. Chris is on location. I'm at home, uh, but we have Chris. We have one of the newest members of the mm-hmm. PLL, the Premier Lacrosse mm-hmm. League, who uh, is in our backyard. A U Albany guy, Elijah Gash, who was nice enough to join the show for us today, this morning. Um, this is a guy. Hey, Elijah, what's going on? How you doing? Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Congratulations, number one. <laughs> yeah. Where did you spend draft night? You're drafted 30th overall, so it, there wasn't a lot of a whole lot of time that elapsed. What did you do on draft night? I was actually at my uh, Coach Mars' house. We were having dinner with him and his family, a bunch of the, the seniors that are graduating this year, and we were just kind of sitting around the fire watching it and just having a good time. So, Ash, you remember when Elijah set foot on campus and we were all like, uh, does this guy play tight end or <laughs> defensive end or what What exact what position does he play? Uh, no, no. Now, look, there's family lineage with, with football <laughs> in the NFL. But, Elijah, um, have you always been the biggest guy on a lacrosse field? I mean, I was I was the tallest guy, for sure. I was like six, okay. three, six, four in high school, but I was a stick. I was like, I think I graduated high school at like, 
180, 175, 6'3", 6'4". So I was, I was definitely the skinniest one for sure. But so you weren't just trucking people. No, no, I was no, not. I wasn't. I didn't really start doing that until, until college when I put on a little bit more weight. What are your stats now? Where have you ended up? So right now I'm six uh, three or six four uh, two twenty. It was the last time I weighed myself. Yeah, I mean, you look like the biggest, most most athletic guy on every lacrosse field that I've seen you on. <laughs> Quads, um, man. Quads. Yeah. Take take, take pride uh, on leg day, right? Um, yeah. Elijah, what has has your experience at UA been like? Like Coach Mar preaches family. Um, and listen, you spent draft night at Coach Mar's house with some of the team members. But what has your experience, um, your few years here, been like? Um, I mean, it's family, like. Uh, I kind of had the opportunity to kind of train by myself, like at home, that COVID year, I wasn't uh, up here yet. And so I was alone for basically that entire year. And then the second I got up here, I was, it was kind of still new to me. I didn't really have a lot of friends, like per se, because we moved uh, from Wisconsin to uh, to Michigan. And then as soon as I got up here, it was Coach Mar was, we were doing stuff, like he was introducing me to the team and they kind of accepted me with open arms. I moved in with one of the guys on the team without even basically talking to him before. and. They all accepted me. All right, Elijah. So take us to the moment of knowing that you had been drafted by the PLL. What was that like? Did you know ahead of time, like, hey, I'm going to get drafted? Or was it a little bit of a surprise on any level? No, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. I mean, I had a little bit of conversations with Coach Mar, just him trying to get me an opportunity. And I didn't really know for sure. I was. It was getting towards the end of the draft. And I was like, I'm just here having fun with the guys, honestly. And I was sitting on the couch, kind of looking at my phone, like a little nervous. My heart was beating because it was—I mean, at that point, it was pick thirty, and I—I I mean, it was one or two more picks left, and I was—I was nervous for sure. And then they said my name, and I didn't even react at first. All the guys just jumped up, and <laughs> I heard Coach Mar, and I was kind of just in shock for about two or three seconds, and then I kind—it kind of hit me, and I was celebrating with everything with everybody. But it was—it was—I uh, didn't know. I didn't know at all. Drafted by the Whip Snakes. Uh, are you a PLL guy? Do you are you like a lacrosse junkie in that you watch the PLL? You know, in the summer, do you? How much do you know about this team and the team that you're joining? No, yeah, I mean the first uh, first. I mean their first year. I was we were moving from um, Green Bay to Detroit where we are now, and everybody was downstairs like trying to move heavy furniture in, and game was on, so I had to pick up a box, put on like plugged in a TV, and turned on the game and then I was like I'm sorry I need to <laughs> I need to watch this so I mean they they understood like I've been um yeah I've been watching the cross for basically as long as I can remember and like we'll watch it like at the house the roommates I'm with that we'll watch it every single night like YouTube videos replays of games like I just I, lo I love it for sure what would have been the backup plan if you weren't a pro lacrosse, lacrosse player honestly um it's kind of embarrassing but I mean me and my um, me and my brother were gonna we were gonna like try to professionally box. My brother's a uh, he's an amateur boxer. The one I'm missing, he's an amateur boxer. And he was like, "Yo, I'll come like moving with me. I'm gonna come train you, and we're we'll box professionally." Wow! Does that surprise okay. you, Chris? No. Uh, no, no. I see Elijah hitting just about anything and everything he possibly could, and <laughs> and and being on the winning side every single time as well. Um, okay, so now you're a pro athlete too. This. This is obviously in the family. Um, I think people know the story very well. But um, what what have you learned from 
your dad about how to be an athlete, number one, but but a pro athlete now? I mean, so being around him, basically my around him and uh, like the professional athlete side of life my whole life, it's it's kind of instilled like the like the hard work ethic, but without actually instilling it. It was just kind of like basically it was a nonverbal cue in my house. You know, everybody needs to just do their thing and like you don't get praised for working hard. It's just like what you do. Like on like if it's sunny outside, like you just go out and run. You just run hills in your backyard. You do drills. Like that was how me and my brothers kind of like played with each other. You know, we were we were doing ladders, we were just running around playing football in the backyard of the cross. Like it wasn't really oh, let's stay inside and play video games. It was like, what can we do to just be active and just like get better, basically. We were competitive, like the competitive side too. Like me and my brothers, we would play basketball basically for five hours a day, just trying to beat each other and and like beat each other up too, basically. But it was um, like being able to see everything that my dad has sacrificed. Like he wasn't really around that much mm-hmm. just because of his job. But I, I understood it was like, I don't know he was like you need to kind of make sacrifices for what you love and what you can like what you can do uh for your family and i just i've been so thankful for him for for showing me all those things and like i wouldn't have gotten where i am without seeing that from him very cool uh elijah you i i'm gonna say something i'm not sure if it's absolutely true or not but i'm thinking okay. back i believe this would be the case you are going to make your PLL, your professional lacrosse debut on your collegiate home field. I do not believe that any other player has had the ability to do that. There'll be a lot of you Albany guys in the PLL who come back to play, but Mm. it won't be their first professional lacrosse game on their home field. How cool of a moment will that be for you? Listen, at least you get some comfort training camp at home, Mm. you know, your, your premiere, your debut, friends, family, teammates watching. That's a pretty unique situation. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's, uh, it's, it's honestly a dream come true. Like being able to play, like it takes away a little bit of the, oh, hello. You're good. Yep, You're we got good. you. All right. It takes away a little bit of the nerves just being able to like, oh, my, my girlfriend's going to be here. Like all of my teammates can watch me, like coach them on. Uh, I mean, it's, it's honestly like, it's a, it's a home game. Like we don't really have home games in the PLO because we're, we're traveling, but like for me, I don't have to leave Albany. I'm going to be up here until the 26th and uh, training camp starts. Like it's, it's definitely, I'm definitely super, super thankful for that. It's going to be awesome. Elijah, uh, best city you've lived in, obviously traveling around a little bit because of your dad's career. Ah, man. Um, I mean, we were in new Orleans for, for a little bit and that was pretty mm-hmm. cool, but, uh, I definitely got to say, I mean, I, I do love Green Bay just because of how close it is and every, like, everybody knows everybody. And this, like the, the Packer Stadium is basically 15 minutes away from my house. Like it's really, really cool. It's basically in the neighborhood too. Like it's, I love how it's set up. Like everybody like supports you. And I don't know, I, I definitely love Green Bay. Chris loves to hear that because his team is the Green Bay Packers. That's right. <laughs> I, I love Green Bay too, and I've never even been there. And I love Green Bay. I have been there, and it is exactly yeah. as Elijah describes it, like stadium plopped in the middle of a neighborhood, essentially. Yeah. You've got like houses across the street. It's incredible stuff. So, Elijah, you moved from Green Bay to like Lions country. How's that going to go? Are you a Packers fan? Would you say you're a Packers fan? No, I mean my team uh, it's the Washington Commanders right now. Okay. But I mean it's it was a it was an adjustment for sure, but I mean everybody's like they 
they they they love making fun of me and be like, oh, like cheesehead, like all that stuff. And I'm just, yeah, like I'm not even. I don't. I mean, love the Packers, but like I'm a Commanders fan, so make fun of me for that, you know? Like, right, right. But there's a, there's a little bit to make fun of for that, but that's all yeah, right. Right now, yeah. yeah. Um, thoughts on box lacrosse, Elijah, you're a dude who could do some damage indoors. Do you think about, uh, playing in the NLL? Yeah. I mean, every, any opportunity that I get to play lacrosse at the professional level, I, I jump at, you know what I mean? It's like, like we were talking earlier, Silas Richmond, I've just been kind of talking to him about the, that everything like he's, I think he's one of the best players I've ever played with, especially in the, in the box, uh, box arena. Like I've watched his highlights. I've, seeing him play box when, when we're just messing around over here so i love i love that game i love watching it too it's violent i like how violent it is and yeah like i'm i'm jump i'll jump at any opportunity to play professionally awesome we'll have to get him maybe we can get him in a firewolves uniform well that's that's kind of the idea yeah <laughs> gotta, nice. i'm gonna go talk to coach clark get yeah, on the phone exactly. with coach clark. <laughs> right. yeah uh chris it, he loves the violence of box lacrosse yeah football background, played yep. basketball, boxing's his backup. So it should not surprise you that when I was talking to Elijah earlier that I said, so what's your, what are your plans professionally? Do you have a job lined up? He said, I'm going to be a firefighter. <laughs> okay. Like, but doesn't that feel like it's all, yeah. it all jives, it all jives together. I love Good it. Good for you, man. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Um, Thank you uh, ahead of time for everything you're going to do uh, as a firefighter. Let me ask you one more thing, and I hate to make this like such a violent segment. When is the last time you threw a punch oh. without a boxing glove on? <laughs> I mean, we get um, in practices, we get kind of scrappy sometimes. You know what I mean? Just everybody, especially towards the end of the year, everybody's tired. You know, <laughs> they're just kind of done with it over it. So you hit somebody, and then it's like they kind of come back at you, and it's a little scrap, but. I don't think, I mean, there's actually been like a fight, like a punching fight. And yeah. I mean, we're all brothers on the team, but yeah. there's definitely, definitely went at some guys. They've come, they came back at me too. So no boxing I, glove, but a lacrosse glove on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 At least there's some protection, but you're hitting yeah. a guy with a helmet. And that's never right. really a good idea. Yeah. Um, Ash, final word for our guy. No, we do, we I wish think. you the best Beautiful. of luck. I told him, I'm like, he he's one of the most fun guys ever to watch on a lacrosse field oh. because you're bigger, you're faster, you're stronger than everyone else. And then you're like, wait, this guy has like stick skills and can play the game with finesse. It's, it's unbelievable, Elijah. So congratulations on being drafted to the PLL. And we will be checking you out on June 3rd and 4th. Thanks, no. Elijah. Yeah, I appreciate you guys, you guys so much. Like, it means so, I have goosebumps right now. I mean so much. At Alpenhouse Boats, we know the value of having fun and making memories with family and friends. With a full line of versatile SunTracker pontoon boats featuring reliable Mercury outboard motors, it's our mission to make sure you have everything you need to get on the water and start having fun this boating season. Whether you're into fishing, relaxing with the family, or tubing and skiing, with Mercury and SunTracker, we're confident you'll find the perfect boat to fit your needs. Come see us at Alpenhouse Boats, Route 30 in Amsterdam, or shop online anytime at alpenhouseboats.com. And now back to Honorado and Company, sponsored by Alpenhouse. And back live now at Alpenhouse in Clifton Park. Chris and Ash with you here. It was fun to catch up with Elijah Gash. I had said to you, I mean, look, I've been out of the sports game for a little bit. So this probably doesn't shock everybody, but 
haven't had an opportunity really to talk with Elijah. So that was cool, especially, you know, when we find out that uh, he's been drafted into the PLL and it was something they didn't really completely expect, which makes it even better. Uh, let me unmute yeah. you. There oh, you go. Sorry. You're alive. Sorry. Um, I, I'm used to you doing it. So then I just have defaulted to being lazy, which I should stop doing. Uh, Carol yeah, here with, yeah, love that. He's, he does. Elijah's He's got, got, got some great hair. Uh, yes. His dad, Sam played in the NFL. Like you said, he played every sport under the sun, loves the violence of it all, but he, he is the first person that you notice on a lacrosse field because of the yep. sheer size of him. It's not, he's built unlike most lacrosse players. So, um, but just, and just a really, really nice guy. So. Yeah. Uh, we are working to connect with Eric Bolak, um, who is going to start for the Valley Cats next Friday night. That's May 19th at Joe Bruno Stadium. He's raising awareness and money for the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. Um, so we're working on a connection with him. And I think I have a little bit of a solution here for him. I'm going to text him here. um, And we're going to try to get him onto uh, maybe his phone will work. Okay. All right. Let's shoot him a text. That's what we're doing. So there are a bunch of cool LLS fundraisers. Yeah, one of which is Eric is doing what he's doing. I was in a fashion show on Wednesday night for our friend Samantha Parker and Paula McCormick um, made that happen for me. I wore a couple of things that I already own from our guy, Justin at Mr. Formal wear a red blazer with a blue window pane action going. Yeah. And then I did uh, my own clothes. Okay. Yeah. My own clothes. Okay. Um, We should have gotten pictures for that too. They worked out. And then I'll be dancing Friday night, um, the 12th, not the 19th. So maybe I'll get to the Joe on the 19th. Maybe I'll do that and see if Bolak throws out his arm for good as he really tries to let it all hang loose in the name of uh, raising money in the fight against uh, blood cancers. Maybe I'll do that. Sam's the man. Uh, As I said, I'm not going to call people out by name, but I other people who watch this show religiously have also made their donations. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, everybody else who has done that as well. It is not necessary, but I appreciate putting in some serious work. Yeah. How how often you practice three days a week? Yes, I do. How long have you been doing it for? Well, is it it's more than six weeks? It's a little bit of a different answer. So we came back from a week off, you and I did, and I jumped back into practice and rehearsal. Yeah. And we we worked on one particular routine with a song just kind of for show that we okay. performed in front of some long? of Joy's I, fans. Amazing. And so now we're on to a whole different song and routine. So really, that's the one that matters. I would say it's been probably three weeks with okay. this song and, and routine. But total dancing. How long have you been putting in hours to learn dance? Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe six weeks. Six weeks, three yeah. times a week. Yeah. yeah, maybe six weeks. That's possible. Uh, and it's the cha cha, which let me tell you something, uh, is not easy. I'm I'm pretty good on a dance floor if I don't have to worry about timing, technical steps, and I'm just moving and and I'm good. But when I have to really think just about what the heck of yourself? 
going to do next, it's, it's a little more difficult. But yeah. anyway. Um, I just saw a video posted by um, LLS. You know how they're posting the couples each? Yes. This couple's good. You've uh -oh. got some, uh, I mean, I thought she's the professional dancer. Well, she's not. So now you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, it's, it's the two, it's the two women, right? No, no, well, nope. It's a guy, the guy who's a professional dancer and a yeah. female. I thought she was a professional dancer because she was so good. It's not, he's the professional dancer. So that's why I mean, you've got, you're in trouble. <laughs> feels like a setup. Uh, feels like that. feels like the, the, uh, the non-professional dancers probably been dancing for a decade. Uh, let's address this here. Thoughts on the empire. The mess that they are. The building's been empty for the first couple of games. I have not been to an Empire game this year. Uh, Ash, your thoughts on on attend? What has the attendance been like? And then let's address ownership and that disaster. Well, I I was at I, the only game that I've been at personally is was the home opener, um, and the attendance was actually it was better than I thought it was going to be. To be very honest with you, so uh, mm -hmm. I was a little bit surprised. Since then, the two games since then, I believe it has tailed off a bit, but I believe that they still announced more than 3,000 at the last game that they played at MVP Arena. And now, okay. uh, we're when we're comparing 3,000 to the heyday, or even comparing 3,000 to the championship teams of the last AFL and the, the two NAL championships, or the NAL championship, um, I, I don't think that's quite fair. Uh, so yeah, it's things are not great mm -hmm. in Empire Land, but I think there's time to kind of figure it out. They've got to get players in who can play as a team. This was last game was the first team that they've all first time that they've all played together on a football field in a game. They've since cut their starting quarterback. Now there will be a new starting quarterback. So there's a lot of moving pieces. It is not. I don't think it's going to be settled by the end of this yeah. year. My guess is it's going to take an off season to then figure out what, you know, move it on for next year. Carol says it's sad. It's, it's, it's sad. It's strange. It's yeah. uh, dramatic. Overly. So yes. um, it's, it's a soap. It is a, it has been a soap opera for like, it's cooled down. We're like into right. uh summertime of the soap opera where the writing is a little, it's not juiced up right now. It'll get back by the fall. It'll really amp up. The, the week of turmoil was nonstop. Wild. TMZ type entertainment. Yeah, wild. Um, I And I just think it's sad because of what we know was the Firewolves, or excuse me, the Firebirds and the Empire um, when they first came back and how good they were. I just think we've got to give it time, number one. Um, but AB seems like he's going to throw all everything into yeah. it. He's going to stick it out. Um, he had, obviously he has the finances to support this team. So my guess is he's not going to give up on it. This is a team that his father literally helped build, helped bring to the mountaintop. He's, mm -hmm. his father is the greatest arena football player of all time. Pretty much That's unquestioned. Right. That's you right. can't, you can't give up on that franchise. I think you, it just has to get, it's footing, and, and I hope the drama around all of it stops. I'm not sure that that will be the case, but let's hope so. Yeah, I mean, look, some of it is. I just is want to just cover real... the sport. That's the thing. I just oh, like, okay. let me just yeah, cover yeah, the, the drama. I yeah, let me just cover the football. Enough of all the drama because it seems like every day the sports department is covering drama, and I don't want to cover drama. I I'm not in news for a reason. I'm in sports for a reason. Oh, 
you can say that again, and I don't blame you. All right, quick time out here on Honor Auto and Company. Back right after this. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through product and purpose. Claim your crown. Looking for a fun and relaxing way to spend time on the water? Look no further than the luxury of a pontoon boat. With their spacious and comfortable design, pontoons from Barletta, Sun Chaser, and Sun Tracker offer plenty of room for family and friends to enjoy a day in the sun. Whether you're looking to ski and tube, swim, or simply relax, pontoon boats provide the perfect platform for all of your aquatic adventures. So why wait? Stop by Elpenhouse Boats today or shop online anytime at elpenhouseboats.com. And now back to Honorado and Company, sponsored by Alpenhouse. And that is where I am, Alpenhouse in Clifton Park. Um, so NFL schedule release. We know this from NBC as well. Week five, yep. the Cowboys and the Niners. That's going to be a good one. And, and maybe maybe that's what I'm getting at here with the excitement of the NFL schedule. Just release. like the tidbit of well, the the prime time games, the ones that the NFL is really focused on marketing and selling, okay. and and that because uh, we already know who's playing whom, we just don't know when exactly. So so maybe there's just something to that that gets me fired up finding out who's got the primetime games, the games that are on too late for me to stay up. What games am I going to be missing is basically what I'm getting at here. The NFL release comes out and I say, okay, can't watch that one. Can't watch that one. Right. Might need so to take you, that day off. You should hope that none of the primetime games are any no, good. Well, he, well, I mean, here's the thing. As our my news director, our news director, has said to me, um, you don't have to worry about the Packers keeping you up late at night is, in the 2023 season. Because they, I mean, they'll get Shay. the one required Thursday night game that everybody has to play. Um, and that that might be it in prime time. You might get one. Like yeah. NBC Sunday Football might throw them a bone because it's the Packers and they're always a national brand. But people are going to be down on green Bay this year. Yeah. Well, so then I, I think that's a good place to start an NFL season though. Like nowhere to go, but up, like, what is the, what is your over under on Packers wins this season? If I gave you seven. And yeah, I feel like we've played half. this game. I'm, I don't know if we've played it on the air. Seven and a half. I'd have to go under. Cause you, you know, talk about winning eight games. I don't see it. How far under are you going? What's your pick? They're probably a six and eleven team. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, realistically, you, you've lost a Hall of Fame quarterback and a guy who won back-to-back MVPs uh, two years ago, and you haven't done anything to really upgrade the the receiving skill positions. You drafted a a tight end and a receiver, yes, okay, but it, it's not like there's a stud coming in. You didn't sign somebody who's going to change the game immediately for you. And I have major questions about that offensive line. It was the questions were, were there last year, and now you're putting an inexperienced guy back there. So six and eleven feels like the the yeah. ceiling. Ooh, that's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, that'll be really unfortunate. 
Um, I was going to put up a comment or a, uh, I know we're just kind of hopping around here, but how about this? Yeah, we are. I don't think I really, that's probably two words. I apologize. Um, although I don't really know two words, spark plug. Yeah. Two words. Probably. Yeah. All right. My bad. Um, I don't think I really enjoyed the trade of Jordan Montgomery last year, Mm. but I'm not sure that I hated it as much as other people. I hated trading away a good starter because those are hard to come by, but I loved getting Harrison Bader. I, there is nothing I love more than a good outfielder and particularly a good center fielder. It's, it's my thing. I loved getting Harrison Bader. This, I I didn't think we were going to get that. And I get it. It's only eight games, but he has entirely changed the feel of the New York Yankees early on in the season. The dude has uh, the most impressive part is the end of that two strikeouts in 28 at bats. You're not going to find anyone anywhere in the majors that are going to have two strikeouts in 28 at bats, at least not nowadays. Look, the the thing with when he was in St. Louis is I always viewed him as like an energy guy. He was good on the base paths. He was terrific defensively. He had an energy about him that just seemed to raise the level of play of others around him. That's hard to quantify yeah. until he's in your clubhouse and yeah. does it and now match and does it work. And, and offensively, yeah. he's adding to it, which is what I don't think you expected, but you didn't need from him. And now you're getting that, so it takes that acquisition to a whole new level. Yeah, We probably still wish we had Jordan Montgomery, though. <laughs> well, Although pitching, the Cardinals are no good. Listen, as a Braves fan, I just saw Max Fried go on the IL for an extended period of time. You can Brutal. never have too much I know. pitching. I know. Never have too much pitching. Um, Yankees note here, former uh, farmhand, lore, Gary Sanchez on a minor league deal with the New York Mets. You know I was so fired up when they traded that guy away. He was my least And I'm not trying player. to bang on him. Like, you know, I t- but it – it hasn't been pretty. No, it's, for him for okay. a long time. I'm good for on the Terry uh, Sanchez train. Yeah, I hear you. Um, all right, it's Mother's Day weekend. What did Enjoy you get? Enjoy your, your mother's. Kiss them, hug them, appreciate them. What are we doing with our mothers? I don't know. I don't think you ever have to do anything more than a card and some flowers and a meal of some sort. Yeah, brunch, dinner. Whatever you want to do. I, it's a great – we love moms, but you don't have to go absolutely crazy and overboard people, right? Have a great weekend.